Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else, alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality, and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, talks picking it up, let's go. Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an all right, welcome in on a Monday. Good to be with you in the zone. Appreciate you tuning in. We got a busy show today, and we are happy to bring it to you. What's more, Justin Anchor and the Wizard, Christian Weaver, and we've got a lot to recap from over the weekend. Looking ahead to this week as well. Razorbacks are in town tomorrow. Softball team with a big matchup tonight and a chance to win the series against Tennessee, which. I learned from David Basil today. Tennessee has not lost a series all year, so that would be significant. Obviously, they're really good. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, NFL draft, I guess, recap and thoughts on that. And then uh, whatever else you guys want to get into today. We have three guests today. Coming up at 11.10, we're going to talk to Bubba Carpenter, as we always do. Thanks to Johnson's Home Center down in Benton. And we'll visit with him about the sweep for Arkansas. Speaking of baseball, in the 12 o'clock hour, 12.30, new segment today, we are going to be joined by Jace Borfin. This is brought to you by Fence Brokers, and we appreciate them very much. And uh, Jace's folks uh, were kind enough to reach out, and I'm so glad that we were able to make this work. And we only got a handful of weeks left with him, but I'm really excited to visit with him and talk to him about his uh, performance this weekend. He was phenomenal as Arkansas swept A&M. He was huge. And, uh, of course, we were there Thursday when he hit that two-run bomb that was the difference in the game. He had a good weekend and had a bunch of hits, and you know he had been in kind of a mini slump there for a couple of weeks, but back to form it looks like. Can we get fence brokers to to stick with Jace all the way through the end of the season? Yeah, I think so. That could be another eight weeks. I mean, through another the World months. Series, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So we'll see how that goes, and then um, we've also got a little football talk. We got to recap mm-hmm. what happened in the NFL draft, and Arkansas had a handful of guys who were undrafted free agents. Mm-hmm. Including our guy Dalton Wagner going to the Raiders, so I'm excited for him. I hope that goes well. But uh, got a guy who is not a former Razorback, but he is an Arkansas native who had a couple of stops along the way in his college career and got drafted over the weekend. And we talked to Chris Turnage about him last yeah. week. B.J. Thompson out of England High School. Uh, I would say a freak is a good word to describe him. In fact, I saw that a lot after he was drafted as an adjective used to describe him at, at six five six six, uh, two hundred forty pounds. He is uh, very twitchy and a long uh, defensive end. And the Kansas City Chiefs took him in the fifth round. And they're they're excited. I, I was you know reading on some of their message boards and their Twitter, and it, it, their fans are excited about B.J. Thompson and what he brings to this team. I, I don't know if he's a guy that comes in and does you know makes contributions right away, but I think this is a kid that's got a future in the NFL once he uh, puts on a little bit more weight and gets into the program. He is a uh, guy that's going to I hope and think. He's going to make some plays for the Chiefs down the road. He will join us today at 11.30. Think about this. Only player from the state of Arkansas to get drafted. Hmm. It's hard to believe. Yeah. Well, the Razorbacks only had two taken this year. Sanders and uh, Stromberg. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're both from outside the state of Arkansas. So, uh, and, and uh, who was Evans out of Pine Bluff? Thought maybe he could, UAPB, he could uh, get drafted, but he was not drafted. Did I read Saints? he was four times uh, first team all conference? Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. And he's pretty light. He's still, he's a little under 300 pounds. Very athletic yeah. left tackle. Yeah, Saints had a pretty good draft. I was happy with what I, what they got. No, so they're thinking maybe another uh, Taron Armstead, maybe you know, so. come in and sure. make the team and. Uh, 
being the future left tackle. Who knows? But uh, not a uh, not a great year for the state of Arkansas when it came mm-hmm. to the NFL draft. No, nope. well, it's become a basketball state for sure when it comes to producing talent. Well, this takes you back to, uh, this would have been kids from 2019, maybe the the COVID year if they, they came out a little bit early after three years, but mm-hmm. that wasn't uh, a great year for Arkansas, and that's that kind of transition from Chad Morris to uh, Coach Pittman. Uh, it says a lot, really, to me that the only play, the, you know, I guess the highest drafted Razorback was the kid that Coach Pittman, tra- you know, got out of the transfer portal. And then you get an offensive lineman, what he's kind of known for uh, developing. So yeah. that his hands, even though he wasn't here for that recruiting class in 2019, is all over this NFL draft. 661-1037, if you'd like to join us. First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, same number, 501-661-1037. The Asher Record Live fan feedback also available through our Listen Live button. You can email us, thezone at 1037thebuzz.com. I think that's working. Maybe maybe it isn't working. I better better not say that, I guess. Um, we're all on Twitter too at Wes underscore more at C Weaver one zero three seven at Justin Acre seven. Christian, what's uh, what's the QOD today? Have we thought about that? Um, I I thought a little bit about it, and but I'm not sure that our listeners would really care. What is it going to be? NBA related? <laughs> exactly. Um, Warriors versus Lakers. Yeah. I mean that's big time matchup. What do you think? Uh, who wins? How many games? Yeah, who who do you think wins? Who do you think wins, Warriors Lakers? Okay. Who do you think wins? I'm asking you. Oh, who's <laughs> on first? I think wins. Yeah. Yes. I'm gonna go uh, Lakers. Lakers. Me too. I like that. I like that pick. Yeah. I'll go Lakers in seven. I think I'm gonna root for the Lakers. I will too. I mean, how many Arkansas connections are left? Obviously, Lakers have one. Yeah. Golden State I mean, has Golden one. State kind of has one. Oh yeah, Moses Moody. I yeah. forgot about that. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Because he hadn't really. I, th- I thought he was trending towards playing a bunch more he than plays he plays sparingly. Okay. There you go. So you got an Arkansas, former Arkansas person moving on either way. Yeah. No one on the Heat, no one on the Celtics. We had one eliminated this weekend, an Arkansas native at least, in Monk, right? Right, yeah. Are they done or are they have they're still playing? No, they're done. Okay. Warriors have eliminated. Oh, that's right. The Warriors put them out. That's right. Nobody on the Nuggets, nobody on the Suns. So, yeah, those may be the only two Arkansas connections left. Okay. Hmm. Well, Austin Reeves is such a great story. I'm glad he's having such a significant year and look forward to watching them. That game is tomorrow night. So today we've got two games, and we've got a couple tomorrow, too. Uh, we'll do game balls and jockstraps coming a, a little bit, but here's a preview of one. Kudos to Central Arkansas's softball team winning the A-Sun regular season, 4-3 victory, and knocking off Jacksonville State this weekend in a sweep. 36-9, and 19-2 and in conference play. Mm. Remarkable season continues. And we'll see what it looks like when the new rankings come out. But kudos to them. Problem is, I don't know how much they're really helping themselves from an RPI standpoint by beating these teams in the in the league. But uh, it beats losing to leagues in the team. Well, these were the two best teams in the A Sun that they just got through beating and taking five out of six from that, um, Liberty. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then this past weekend. So these two teams were basically tied. They were they were tied for second place behind UCA. So at least they're not beating up on some bad teams with bad RPI. These are at least good teams that they're beating, or the best that the A-Sun has to, to offer. Right. Um, also wanted to mention, speaking of college athletics, I went to the Little Rock Trojans game yesterday. They're playing New Orleans. There were actually a handful of Privateers fans in there. I was like, oh, that's a long drive. Good hmm. for you. Um, but, man, it, it is such a gem. You know, Gary Hogan Field, we don't talk about it enough. We don't go to enough games. And obviously, we love Coach Curry. He's on the show more than we go to games. Unfortunately, it's kind of a hadn't been a, hadn't been a very good two way street. But I really appreciate what they do over there. It is such an easy in and out. The parking's great. The ballpark's really nice. If you want to sit in a chair back or a bleacher, they're wide open seats. They've got the berms where you can lay out a a, a blanket on a nice day like yesterday and just lay out and watch the ball game. And then uh, they've also got the concrete pads up top where you can set up chairs. Like bring if you want to bring like your favorite folding chair, you can set that up there as well, or a stadium chair. And uh, it's just a great setup, man. Yeah. And they looked really good. They won the first game, hit a couple of home runs, um, and the wind was blowing like insane yesterday, as you guys probably are aware, and it's blowing crazy today as well. But um, And then they got a little bit of a push from New Orleans late and held on for the victory, and then they lost the second half of the doubleheader. But, man, we got to start going to games over there a little more often. That's such a good product and such a good ballpark, and I, I loved it. I mean, it was really a good experience. I took Maddox with me, and he had a great time too. So, anyway, I appreciate uh, Coach Curry getting us some, some seats yesterday, and we – Really enjoy that, but I encourage people to go out and support the Trojans. If you get, if you're looking for some baseball, it's just an easy process popping in and out. I mean, it's just so simple and just a really good experience. Yeah, baseball fans, period. But then you, you don't even have to be a baseball fan to go in and enjoy the weather. You know, yeah. when you get a good, 
uh, April, now May day, get out there and watch the Trojans. It's in the simple part. I mean, it is. It's just simple to go. Easy parking. You don't have to fight for that. Go in and get you a good seat and watch the Trojans play. And this year, I mean, they've got a good team. Yeah. So they're, uh, they get back into conference play. Uh, they got three more series left and let's see if they can't make a run in the uh, tournament. Yep. This was an out-of-conference uh, game with the Sunbelts New Orleans Privateers, but 25-15 and 15, good season going for Little Rock, I guess 25 and 16 now after losing the second half of the doubleheader yesterday. So we get David in here real quick, and then we'll take our time out. 10 16. David, welcome. What's up? Hey, guys. Uh, just a couple quick questions. Uh, uh, what do you think the likelihood of the Holland boy that decommitted from Texas could actually end up with us? And number two, uh, Wes, how, how do you think the running back from Kansas State's uh, actually going to help him? <laughs> Thanks. Uh, what a great story. I was going to give a game ball to the Cowboys and uh, Jerry Jones and uh, just the the whole uh, organization uh, for uh, the, the selection. Uh, they took uh, Chris Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn. Chris Vaughn's son, uh, the uh, former Razorback uh, defensive back coach, I guess yep. it was, years ago. I remember he was always great to the media. Chris yeah, Vaughn was, man. He was always accessible and would talk to us. Well, his son... Uh, Went to Kansas State, and, man, he was electric. He was fun to watch. And uh, the, the folks in the NFL draft uh, were just going on and on about how maybe this was the most electric college football player, the most uh, uh, exciting college football player to watch. The only issue problem was he's, he's small, and he's not fast. You know, you think because of his size and, and, and his moves, he'd be super fast, and, but he's not. And, uh, uh, but he is quick. And he has um, always been able to hit the hole and get them, you know, big plays for Kansas State. But the top end speed wasn't there, so that's a concern in the NFL, and that's why he lasted as long as he did. But man, the video that the Cowboys put out uh, of uh, Coach Vaughn getting to call his son and ask his son, "Do you want to go to work with me next week?" And I mean, he's breaking down in tears because later on he said, "Just 15 minutes ago." I had a conversation with my son, and he said for the first time, and really in his life, he heard him breaking up. You know, he was doubting himself, and he said this is a very confident young man who has worked hard his whole life to get where he is, and he was starting to doubt himself. And as a dad, he's like, there's nothing I could do. You know, and that's as men, that's what we want to do. We want to fix everything. He said, there's no, I couldn't fix it. And for the Cowboys, 15 minutes later, to to draft him. And this wasn't doing uh, Coach Vaughn a favor. They said that in every meeting, every time they discussed Deuce, he left the the room. Hmm. Uh, and Makes let them, sense. yeah, sure. so that nobody would hold back because of him or not talk about this flaw or that flaw. He, you know, this wasn't a pick out of sympathy or this wasn't a pick to help uh, the Vaughn family out. This was a need that the Cowboys filled, and that was the best back they had on their board at that time. He uh, he's the director of college uh, recruiting or whatever, so I guess he's a he's a personnel guy basically now yeah. over there. So I don't know what that kind of kind of gig that is or what that pays, but. It's pretty cool they're reunited in Dallas now, so happy to hear that. You know, there was a story I read, too, this week. Um, this is an AP story about the running back. And we talked about B. John Robinson and a guy uh-huh. that a lot of people were high on and obviously went high on the board. But, you know, this is a year, and it bodes well for guys like um, – I'm trying to think. Oh, Rocket Sanders. Rocket. Hello. Um, for next year. I mean, that they are putting a little more value in running backs. Obviously, the, the, the Lions were sort of – uh, tabbed is maybe reaching a little bit for taking Gibbs at the spot that they did, but you know everybody expected that Bijan Robinson would go high, and there were another a number of other running backs that were taking. Hey, the uh, the Saints took a running back too. They got to get a little backup in case yeah. Kamara gets suspended. But you know it's kind of cool to see. And I saw a mock draft this morning. The Democrat Gazette posted. I don't know what the source was, but they had the Cowboys taking in the first round late. Uh, Rocket Sanders. Oh, next year. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Wouldn't be bad. No. I think he'd be a good fit for what they do. Other question that he had was about Ron Holland. And yeah. And this is a big topic uh, over the weekend and, and last night. And I, I think 60%, that's where I put it, is Arkansas. I don't think it's 50 50. I think it's a little greater than 50 50. So the connection is Beard, right? Was he was he recruited by him before? Yes. I guess at Texas, at right? Texas. He was headed there. Yeah. But I mean, I guess Ole Miss would be the other school you would look at as a potential. And UCLA, it came down to Arkansas, UCLA, and Texas, and he chose Texas. Um, but you know, he was very. Uh, 
he was on board at Texas, and he even when the the, the new coach Rodney Terry, yeah, he he gave him his support and talked to really well about him and the recruiting process for him. You know, uh, so I thought that was a surprise. And then you got the G League. Uh, I think ignites in the running. That yeah. would be the probably the the biggest competition in my mind for Arkansas. What's the G League going to pay a guy? Well, Scoot Henderson had a million dollar contract. Okay, is that normal? No. Okay. But it's over two years, so he could probably make north of five hundred thousand. Ron Holland could, because he's he's somebody that's in the uh, he, contender he, for being a number one overall pick. He's a one and done. Yeah. Can, yeah. He, can he make five hundred grand at Arkansas? Yeah. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that sad? Never thought I'd ask that question. But also, <laughs> it's it's a money thing. Yeah. But but also, if you go G League at night, you don't have to worry about classes. All you're doing is playing basketball, and you're in an NBA. Are they really worried about classes, Christian? Yeah. No, they're not. But. <laughs> I mean, you got to take one semester, basically. Right. You don't even have to worry about the spring. Uh, I know uh, Anthony Black, as soon because as, they were teammates in high school. Uh, as soon as uh, this was announced, he was he hit him up on Twitter, told him to hit me up. Mm-hmm. And Anthony Black's mother is out there uh, talking and uh, very well about Coach Musselman and trying to convince yeah. the uh, the family to uh, come to Arkansas. So there's a, there are a lot of things working in Arkansas's favor, but there's some things working against Arkansas. And, uh, it's not a done deal, but I think I feel good about it. How tall is he? Six eight. So, yeah. How uh, how many more guys do you think will leave, or do you think any more more guys will leave? I think Walsh is gone, and I yeah. think Devo's gone. Do you uh, think any other guys on the roster will leave? Or transfer portal. Maybe Mitchell. <laughs> it depends on the portal. <laughs> if there's some more guys that you know enter the portal, or they feel like there's a uh, a need of, for a big man that can be met by somebody, it's a numbers game. I mean, mm-hmm. it just really depends what comes available. I wonder where Darian Ford's going to land. We talked a lot about him last week. Yeah, I did not hear anything on that over the weekend. Didn't either. I heard uh, Walsh got back a uh, second round grade, uh, kind of mid second round. And seems like he's going to go and go ahead and go to the draft. Hmm. That he that was good good enough. Good enough yeah. yeah. And Devo got uh into second round. Hmm. He that's he good. did get a draftable grade yeah, that's good. that he could get drafted. Where'd they get this info? That you know, when they put their name into the draft, sure. this comes back the feedback comes from the NBA team. Is there one source? I mean you're looking at one source or you like this is a, a I guess sort it's of a, a what is it, Chris? It's like a committee that from the NBA that I gets that, so. I don't know. that gets this information from the general manager, scouts or whatever from each NBA team and this committee is working with the college basketball players to give them reliable information. Mm-hmm. Okay. Walsh is a guy that can go to the NBA combine and test out Great, because he's athletic and probably raises stock, though. Yeah, provided there's no shooting drills. Uh, Major League Baseball is implementing a new rule that will help players avoid pitch clock violations if they take extra time to acknowledge a standing ovation from fans. This is a very specific one. Uh, uh, Mariners outfielder received a warm reception from the fans at uh, the stadium before his first at-bat in their game against the Blue Jays on Saturday. It is... uh, Teoscar Hernandez played for the Blue Jays for six seasons before being traded to Seattle. Same thing happened um, with Cody Bellinger, but he got a pitch clock violation when he went back to L.A. with the Cubs now, and he had to start out 0-1. A lot of fans are upset about it, so now they've addressed this rule specific to standing ovations. So apparently the manager can reach out to Major League Baseball 24 hours in advance and say, hey, it's likely this guy's going to get an ovation. need to give him a break on the first at bat. Kind of cool. I mean, that's just common sense. So I'm glad that they're doing that. That is, uh, you like to see common sense prevail at times, because at times you want... Coach Van Horn was asked about uh, the pitch clock and some of the stuff over the weekend, and I think it was a national guy that asked him about it, was kind of putting a piece together. He said one of the biggest impacts for him is calling defenses, that he no longer has time to call defenses in between plays. Really? And that now that's part of the catcher's job. And he said, we're just putting more and more on the catcher. And he said, luckily, we've got a catcher in Parker Rowland who's been around, has got some experience. Not only is he calling pitches and having to, you know, be on top of things, sure. but he said, you know, there are times with runners on base. You know, what are we going to do? You know, how do we want to play the defense? Uh, are we going to try to get him at third? Or go to it, it, Little things like that that S- he doesn't have time anymore to call in between plays. Yes. Situationally, you can obviously send the pitching coach out there and you guys can talk it over if there's a significant play coming up, but you're not going to do that, obviously, all the time. Uh, I will also say, two pitch clock is working. The game that I went to yesterday for the Little Rock Trojans, yeah. two hours and 16 minutes. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. Yep. Fast. Yep, we had plenty of time to get a late lunch, so it was lovely. Um, anyway, 1025, we'll take a break. 
Uh, again, three guests coming up today, and I'm excited to talk to all of them. Bubba Carpenter in the 11 o'clock hour. We've got uh, B.J. Thompson coming up at the bottom of the 11 o'clock hour. And at 12.30, a weekly segment with Jace Borfin starts today, thanks to our friends at Fence Brokers. So should be, should be a lot of fun. It's also the final, I may get emotional. Huh. It's the final week of live racing in Oakland. Very sad about that. But it's been a great run. It's going to continue this week. Kentucky Derby, Kentucky Oaks. And a whole lot of Razorback, Razorback, Arkansas flavor, not Razorback, but Arkansas flavor in the field uh, expected. A lot of horses that have, uh, I think, you know, we may get a quarter of the field or more that has Arkansas connections, Oakland connections. So pretty cool. Excited to see how they stack those up. And then, of course, the Oaks um, headlined by Wet Paint, horse with the most points going into the Oaks. So she will be a factor for Brad Cox. Anyway, if you can't make it down there, oaklandanywhere.com or bet.oakland.com. Buzz 23. Earn yourself a $150 sign-up bonus. And in the final week of live racing, we do have Thursday racing this week. So if you're looking for something to do later in the week, that is an option. 12.30 first post on Thursday. Also, the Natural State Breeder Stakes for four-year-olds and up. Phillies and mares over a mile for $150,000. Doors at 11. On Friday... Got a 12.30 post time. The doors open at 9, and we've got some great stakes racing then as well. It's also Pink Out Day on Friday, May 5th, which is also Cinco de Mayo, of course. And we are going to be at Elia's instead of at the track, but a lot of people will be piling in. on the morning guys are going to be down there on Friday morning. Then Saturday, it's uh, 9 o'clock doors, 12.30 first post. And uh, you got a couple of great stakes races, and a lot of people will be focused, of course, on the Kentucky Derby as well. So it's just a great week of racing, and if you can't get down there, again, use your Oakland Anywhere account. To get a piece of the action. It's 1027. We're back in a second. Fence Brokers presents First Team All-American and BB native Hannah Gamble when she joins Morning Mayhem every Tuesday on 1037 The Buzz. Fence Brokers going the extra mile. A big weekend for Arkansas on the diamond. First, it was the Razorbacks baseball team earning themselves a sweep of the Texas A&M Aggies after losing four straight games. The Razorbacks have now won three in a row. 7-5, 10-4, 8-7 were the scores over the course of the weekend. The Hogs are now 33-11 overall and 14-7 in the Southeastern Conference. Up next for them, their last midweek game of the season as they take on Lipscomb at Dickey Stevens Park in North Little Rock on Tuesday night. Arkansas softball has the opportunity to get a big series win today as they take on the Tennessee Volunteers in their series finale at Bogle Park. They dropped the first game 3-1 but came back and won game number 2, 6-4 yesterday. The series finale is tonight at 6 p.m. and you can catch it on the SEC Network. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. If you want to deal with people who are straightforward when it comes to painting, Serta Pro Painters is the only answer for you. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated and backed by local people who will give you the straight story when you're scheduling your appointment. It's that time of year now as well with spring rolling around to update the outside of your home. Serta Pro is the place to go if you want exterior painting done. Improve that curb appeal and if you're thinking about selling, get Serta Pro on the case before and raise that property value. Get Serta Pro on the case at SertaPro.com. My wife was the first to notice I was losing my hair. I thought, I am way too young for this. At QC Kinetics Hair Restoration, we see men and women of all ages struggling with hair loss. And for Nick, it began when he was just 32 years old. I didn't really think about it too much until last spring when I got sunburn on my scalp and, I don't know, it wasn't really that hot out. QC Kinetics uses regenerative treatments, all natural biologics to reignite hair growth without surgery. And the results are amazing. I felt like I was hopeful, right? But then after the first few treatments, I already started to notice a difference. It just felt real, so I was just more excited to continue the process. Real results without invasive surgery. And as for Nick's wife... She loves it. Like, I got my hair back. I'm in my early 30s. I want to look my age, and now I do. Schedule your free hair restoration consultation today with QC Kinetics. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Motorcycle riders are just like you and me. They could be your neighbor, your friend, your doctor, or maybe the pastor in your local church. More motorcycles are on the road than ever before in Arkansas, and it's time we started looking out for them. Look back a second time before you make that turn, or before you pull out in an intersection. It might take two seconds, but it just might save a neighbor's life. 
Take two for Arkansas. It's worth it. Look twice for motorcycles. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. You're listening to The Zone with Justin Acre and Westmore in the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network. Came back for the win. no money in my head. Go on, tell a friend, tell a friend. They say success is the best Monday morning. Time to pay for your two days of debauchery, you hungover drones. Pity I am, sir. Somebody's got a case of the Mondays. <laughs> Let me ask you something. When you come in on Monday and you're not feeling real well, does anyone ever say to you, sounds like someone has a case of the Mondays? No. No, man. No, man. I believe you get your ass kicked saying something like that, man. Here's the thing. I made that tape special for today. My special Monday morning tape for you. Special well, Monday afternoon. You should get out of bed earlier. I know there are a few people uh, hanging out at the Justin Moore Golf Tournament today that probably feel like they could have used a couple extra hours of sleep. I think a lot of them feel really good right now. <laughs> One drink and they're back to back to feeling good. Yes. Yes, and sometimes that's the way that goes. Justin has been on the charity circuit, so I tip my cap to our colleague in the morning. Tornado Relief and now St. Jude's and a lot of Buzz listeners, I'm sure, supporting. Wes, you got a chance to go to the party last night? Yeah, I did. And you, you know I'm not a music guy, and it was awesome. Uh, just to get to hear, Matt Stell was there. He played early last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome to catch up with Matt. And I, I had a lot of fun uh, listening to these guys perform. This was a, a really kind of close situation where they're just sitting up there with a guitar in their hand and playing, not the big band or anything mm-hmm. like that. And there were, uh, I think there was like four guys on the stage at a time, and they just kind of rotated playing uh, some songs from their catalog. And yeah. some young guys uh, that were up there with Justin also that are just up and coming. One of the guys had a I think he said his hit was uh, or his number 13 on the charts right now. And so that was cool. But uh, as a guy who, uh, you know, that goes to a lot of musicals and theater and stuff, uh, I respect the heck out of what they did yeah. and their voices. But it was really, it was fun. It was a good night. I know we raised a lot of money. They were talking about it was a record ni- a night for Arkansas uh, for what they did, raising money for St. Jude last night. And so, you know, what, for Justin, what he did, and, and Justin, you know, he's great about uh, deflecting all praise. He's like, man, guys, I, I just come up here and, and play some music and I uh, then go out and play some golf tomorrow. It's the people behind the scenes that make the, you know, that put this event on they're the ones who deserve all the credit they're the ones that make this happen and uh no tip of a cap to them too because the event that they had last night was awesome uh food drinks and then of course they it carries over today for the golf course at the golf course um yep i uh had a busy weekend friday night went to see tedeschi trucks over at simmons and i wasn't sure i would be in that venue but the theater setup was actually great, and the show was phenomenal. And so tip of the cap to Jana and Michael and the whole crew over at Simmons. It's, it was a great show, really well attended. It was a ton of fun, and that was a great way to start the weekend. And then Saturday night, something very un, un, uh, out of the ordinary for me, we talked to Matthew Banks on Friday on the show, and he is a wrestler trying to kind of carve out a career. He's do, he does a few other things as well, but he wrestled at Vino's, and it was a very interesting setup. So it's a big ring in the middle. And it's standing room only all the way around. It was jam-packed in there. But the show, and wrestling is not my jam, generally. But it was an absolute blast. So when they come back again, we definitely need to get you guys over there. I think you'd enjoy it. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, I mean, it was so entertaining. There were a lot of trash talking. They were wrestling in the ring. They were wrestling out of the ring. The fans were into it. I mean, it was an absolute blast. So, um, you know, I, I have certain feelings about professional wrestling generally. But when you know a guy in there, it's really cool. And he came out and took some pictures with us afterwards. And then I smashed a big pizza and went home. It was great. So, <laughs> Um, it was good. It was good. So, um, anyway, it's kind of a unique weekend for sure. I guess both of us a little bit out of our comfort zone. Yeah. Christian, did you do anything weird this weekend? No. 
Okay. I didn't do anything weird this weekend. You watch a lot of NBA. That's very normal. I watched uh, NBA and NFL draft. That's what I did. Put Steph's performance in context for me yesterday. Well, he scored the most points ever in a Game 7 at 50. I wouldn't say it's the greatest Game 7 performance ever, but he scored the most points. Yeah. How many shots did he take? 38. Okay. He was 20 of 38. It's not bad. Which no. is, I mean, it's good efficiency. Consider how many yeah. threes he shoots. Yeah. And Clay had a horrible shooting day, but picked it up, I guess, later. Yeah. And Kevon Looney is basically modern-day Dennis Rodman. He just grabs boards. That's yep. what he does. Well, there was a lot of them, it sounds like. Yeah. He grabbed, like, 23 boards, I think, yesterday. Wow. Okay. So, our question of the day today, Lakers or Warriors? I mean, I like the Lakers to win, but I'm also rooting for the Lakers, and I wonder how many people like one but think the other will win, or we're rooting for one and think the other will win, maybe. Well, I think there's a large majority of people around here that will not be rooting for the Lakers because of certain reasons. But, LeBron James. Really? Yes, unfortunately. But, huh. I'm going to be rooting for the Lakers. I'd like to think that the Austin Reeves uh, maybe so outweighs that, maybe a little bit. No. I don't think The LeBron does. hate? No. Yeah, I don't know. I still don't understand people who hate LeBron. I do I, not I get, get it. I don't get it either. I don't either. Somebody's calling the hotline. That's weird. That's got to be uh, spam. Yeah. Um, so I th- found a little irony that... The, would it be irony? That the S- Golden State Warriors had one of the worst road records in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, trash. The other teams were Detroit, San Antonio, that had worse... Just, Worst records than them. And they were able to win two on the road against Sacramento. And we know how great of a home court environment they are, uh, or have. They were able to get it done twice on the road, and including a game seven. Yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see that coming. I, I, I didn't think... I thought they'd have a hard enough time winning one on the road, and they win two, including a game seven. And you watch that game six, and they just played terrible. Yeah. They lost by 20 or 30 or something. I thought they were done, honestly. I did, too. But... Apparently, Steph gave a pregame speech, and Andrew Wiggins said it gave him chills. Who has home court advantage in this series? Lakers are home, right? No, Lakers are home tomorrow? Warriors. Are they? Warriors got home court advantage. Okay. What seed are they? Six, seven. Well, that makes sense. Oh, they're six, seven. Okay. I thought I saw the Lakers listed as a home team. Okay. Um... So as far as draftees go, who else am I missing that we, uh, not to shift back off of the NBA, but who else uh, got drafted or who else signed deals? I mean, only had two guys that were drafted, but who signed deals outside of that? I'm trying to think. All the receivers did for Arkansas. Okay, yeah. Hazelwood you know, and Landers. Landers. Where they land, you know? Landers went to Seattle. Okay. And Hazelwood to Philly. And Hazelwood to Philly. But yep. Philly had a, had a good busy draft. week. Yeah. yeah, very good draft. On paper. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. And I think that's it. We well, talked no, about Bumper. Bumper pool. Oh, yeah, Bumper. Went to Colorado. Denver. To Denver, I'm sorry. Yeah. Colorado. Um, um, Jake Bates signed yeah, with yeah, the Buccaneers, right. the that's kicker. Right. Yeah. Weird. Um, and then, yeah, we mentioned Dalton Wagner to the Raiders. There's some other folks in here. We talked about Mark Evans going to the Saints. Saints. James Blackman, Arkansas State quarterback, who transferred in from Florida yeah. State, got a deal with Miami. Miami. Mm-hmm. They must have a uh, scout at Miami that does is close with Arkansas State because they've had several, remember several of their wide receivers went to the Miami Dolphins as free agents also. Um, Bennett, the defensive lineman from Tennessee that transferred into Arkansas State. Yes, he is uh, apparently going to be on the going to minicamp I guess in Atlanta. Okay, got an invite. Yeah, he did not Mm-mm. pan out the way he thought he would no, maybe. No. So anyway, there were some D two guys too, and. Anyway, so we'll see. Oh, yeah, I saw uh, Swoboda from uh, Washtenaw Baptist. I saw they, they tweeted out that he was going to camp. Henderson State University, Xavier Malone, wide receiver, Falcons as well. And I'm sure we probably missed a couple along the way there, but anyway, good to see. I think we said Poole went to the Broncos. He actually went to the Panthers. Who went to the Broncos? Sanders go to the Broncos? Sanders got drafted okay. by the Broncos. That's yeah. it. That's okay. I'm, okay. Yeah, the Panthers, that's right. Okay. Very good. It's good. I like to, if we can correct it in the same segment, that's that's ideal. Uh, Stan's in Little Rock. What's up, Stan? Hey, how you doing, Jeff? I'm all right. What's going on? All right, I just tuned in. Who you got with you? Where? How you doing, where? Yeah, I'm good. Usually here. Who, who else that with y'all? That's Christian. Hey, Chris, how you doing, brother? Hey, look here. I'm gonna be this here. I know I got probably got uh, 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 Navy Mike behind me. I know he ain't too far behind me. No, he's not. But well, check this out. I'll take this. LeBron thing and the Lakers. Watch out. They, hey, they coming out the West, brother. Okay. That's all I got to say. Y'all, that's all I got to say. Y'all have a good day. All right. I think he said that last week, didn't he? Yeah. Well, he wants to reiterate. But it is a newer, it is a newer take, at least. Yeah. Um, Dave Van Horn. 
speaking after the Razorbacks swept A&M. That's the only bad thing about the Thursday, Friday, Saturday by you know Monday. Not that I've forgotten about it, but it doesn't seem as pressing as if they had played a Sunday game. So mm-hmm. we uh, certainly want to make sure to give some attention. Again, tonight, 6 o'clock, Arkansas softball team trying to win a series against Tennessee. ESPN... Family of Networks? Network. I think it's on SEC Network, actually. I'll double-check okay. that, but I think that's right. Anyway, here's Dave on the series. To come back and, and, and to play really, really great all weekend. I mean, we had a ball jump out of second baseman's glove there in the ninth. That was our only error of the weekend, and uh, we played great defense. So we didn't give them a whole lot. Walked them too many times today. Uh, they're very disciplined at the plate. But you look at the numbers of the game, I mean, we outscored them by a run. We had the same amount of hits. Both teams struck out 11 times, and... Uh, you know, we just we just we did just enough. Obviously, we're way down in our pitching. We had a maybe another freshman available, lefty that hadn't pitched but an inning or two, and maybe not in conference at all. And we had Ben McLaughlin, our DH. That that's all we had left. And uh, you know, we we found a way to win the game. Parker Cole came in and said, "Hey, give me the ball. I'm good." And you know, in the ninth inning, he gave up a leadoff home run with two strikes, but. It really wasn't a bad pitch. It was down, and uh, big lefty just got it. And uh, that's the way the game works sometimes. But it's proud of our guys for hanging in there, hanging in there and winning the game and sweeping an SEC series, which is really hard to do. That, and again, that was the kind of the narrative. I saw a player said that, too, and I'm like, is it? Because he just swept A&M, and you just got swept the week before. And you just swept Tennessee the week before that. I mean, I've seen a whole bunch of sweeps lately, Coach. I don't know. I don't want to argue with Dave, but, I mean, seems like it's – Pretty common, actually, all, all things considered. But <laughs> anyway, Arkansas made it look hard. The game on Saturday was insane. Oh. And two games now. I mean, they jumped out five zip on Thursday, and we thought, oh, 10 run roll. Yeah. We're going to get out early. Yeah. And then, no, didn't work out that way. It was very entertaining, though, that way. And then 8-0 lead, yes. and they give it all back but one. Luckily, they never fell behind. But my goodness, that game on Saturday was stressful. It's 8-0, and I'm thinking, get Okay, get them out here, go in, get two two runs, and game's over, mm. right? So that's how close they were to winning it in seven. And then they just started three here, two here, five. You know, all of a sudden you look up, it's eight, five, then eight, six, eight, seven, solo home run in the ninth. You're like, good gracious goodness, this is going to. I thought they were going to blow it, honestly. Yeah. I did. I thought they were going to blow it. Adcock looked really good early, and then, boy, I was rooting for Zach. And yeah, I was he did. so excited. He did. That was his best. He. He did. He had some good moments, but it was unfortunate that uh, he just couldn't finish out that inning. Yep. Because uh, he started out with two two uh, quick two outs. outs. Yeah. Uh, coach said he was asked about that, that when he loses it, he loses it. And they, they, there have been several times this year that because of who he is and his experience, they give him the benefit of the doubt and say, well, he's been in these situations. In the past, he's gotten out of these situations. He's proven he can do it. We'll let him do it. And it hasn't worked out well this year. Mm-hmm. And so he said that, you know, I, I thought he probably pulled the trigger a little too early. And then you look at it, in hindsight, they did, because the pitcher and the, came in relief, gave up the home run and, and gave up the runs, I believe. Or was it a home run or just he gave, gave up, up runs? Yeah, because I, mean, I know that one of the runs, runners he had left on scored, scored so yeah. that, was, that was charged to him. And Coach said that, you know, that they've learned from this year through past experiences with Zach that when, you know, it's it's time to get him out. Yep. And so they went ahead and had the quick trigger and got him out. Yeah, I don't know that it was too early. Just it didn't work out well for no, the guy behind him either. So, you know, that's okay. But they did survive and they did win. And tomorrow night they'll be at Dickie Stevens Park, 6 o'clock. I assume it's sold out, but I have not confirmed that. No. So I'm going to be over there. It's um, Lipscomb coming in. It's first time these two teams have ever played. And I have no idea who's going to pitch. <laughs> and you may have to look at the Razorback roster for some of the guys. No doubt. Be like, uh, who is this guy? Last week when they went to uh, Springfield to take on Missouri State, the Missouri State uh, announcers who were who, who were doing the ESPN game, by the way, uh, it won't be any stream. There won't be any TV. You can listen on the buzz or you can go to the game. Uh, they were they were listing the guys that were on the, uh, uh, the seven. They had seven pitchers that were eligible to pitch. And there were like three of them. I was like, I don't think I've seen him pitch this year. <laughs> Cooper Dossett was, remember one of them, we, we were going, you and I were going down the list of pitchers the other day. You were trying to find all the Arkansas connections? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was on the roster to pitch last, and I, I would bet he's on the roster to pitch tomorrow night because the guys they've been using in the midweek, that's how thin they are right now. They're not going to pitch them. They need to save them uh, for next weekend at, in uh, Starkville against Mississippi State. So I don't, I think you're going to see a lot of guys that uh, you haven't seen 
all year. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that means. Um, okay, so they are sold out, I'm told, for the game tomorrow. But anyway, let me get Scott in here quick, and then we'll take a break. What's up, Scott? Hey, guys. How are y'all today? Good, buddy. Hey, great show, great show. Hey, a uh, couple of things real quick. Uh, great shout-out to uh, Coach Curry and the Trojans. Uh, it is a great atmosphere over there. Get over there, and you can kind of spread out and relax and enjoy some good quality baseball. So I recommend anybody that can get over there to, to do so. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then, you know, big win for the Hogs with the with the sweep. The uh, the funny thing with that Saturday game is, if you look back, I think it was their center fielder. He gets a what should have been a third strike call that was very close, and then gets hit the next pitch, yes. and that kind of led to the runs. You get yep. that third yeah. strike call, and you're out of the inning completely, and it's still eight zero, and you may may run ruling. But yep. hey, kudos to uh, to the Hogs for pulling through a tough tough game Saturday. But they. Uh, they fought through it, and it, I don't know if you guys heard Dave on the post agent. He said, "Hey, you cannot be afraid to lose. You got to play to win." So, so keep rolling, Scott. Appreciate that. Thanks for the call. You bet, guys. Have yep. a good one. Yeah, there Great. is definitely a. Uh, oh, sorry, he was going to give us some praise. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to. I pulled the trigger too early. No. I hey, did. Dave. I pulled, I pulled my collar too early there. That was my bad. Um, I forgot about that. I'm glad he said that. He struck him out. That was a bad call. <laughs> yes, it was. I was like, come no, on. The, and the the TV guys were all over him too. So. I'm sure Bubba was too. Yeah, we'll have to ask him about that. Yeah, I'll, I'll write a little note. Yeah, I was too. I was really rooting for Zach to get out of that inning clean. That would have been really nice for him from a confidence standpoint. But like you said, I mean, he had some good moments. So hopefully uh, that'll carry over. It's ten forty-seven. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back in a moment, and we will wrap up the first hour. We got a busy second hour, so maybe we'll go ahead and just do uh, game balls and jock straps right here. You guys cool with that? Yeah, I'm good with that. Get your whole list together. Okay. Okay. Take your yard up to the next level with the Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA Tour caddy, and his landscape designs are inspired by some of the most beautiful golf courses around the world. Call Josh at 501-794-2770 for all of your landscaping needs. Flower beds a mess? Josh's crew can give your home the curb appeal you've always wanted. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping also installs French drains, retaining walls, and they'll even take care of your irrigation maintenance needs. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Call today, 501-794-2770. Roger Scott for Gravely Moors. Working hard once again, making sure my lawn is lush, weed-free, and beautiful. And by working hard, I mean, of course, I'm watching Bradley Owens mow it for me. Bradley, tell the good folks hello. Hey, everybody. How's it hey, going? Stop right there, Bradley. I don't want you to stop what you're doing. What he didn't tell you is that you can take your very own Gravely Moor home today at 0% interest over 48 months. That's right. 0% interest on both residential and commercial mowers. Now, Bradley, tell them where they can go to get their very own Gravely Moor. Well, you go That's down. enough, my friend. I'll finish it for you at Dacus Rental in Searcy or Haynes Home Center in Moralton. Fellas, need an annual health exam for work or do you just want to start your year prioritizing your health? I recommend Low T Center to get your complete health assessment. They check all your levels, not just your testosterone. It's typically completely covered by most health insurance and if you don't have insurance, it's less than 100 bucks for full labs and an office visit with the provider. Low T Center specializes in men's health, making it quick and easy. Go to lowtcenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models, from transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer presents Movie Trivia with Morning Mayhem. Listen every Wednesday morning for your chance to play and win. Morning Mayhem Movie Trivia, every Wednesday, brought to you by Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer on 103.7 The Buzz. Dealing with HR is hard. There are 36 forms new employees have to fill out, a team handbook to read, company core values to memorize, and oh, by the way, you've got approximately zero room to make a mistake on their paperwork. Good luck. If you need help with HR, talk to the payroll company. They can handle recruiting, onboarding, HR best practices, handbooks and policies, payroll, and training. So all that's really left for you to do is take your new employees to lunch. Mmm. Less headaches, more than payroll. Visit morethanpayroll.com. 
Listen for Oakwan Handicapping on the Zone with Nancy Holtis, presented by Sam's Pizza Pub in Hot Springs on Wake Hamilton. Sam's is known for thin, crispy pizza with an abundance of toppings and cheese. Sam'sPizzaPub.net in Hot Springs with live music every weekend and family-owned since 1980. You're listening to the dumbest radio show in America. Hey, Shots, it's actually after 10 a.m. now. My apologies. You're listening to the smartest radio show in America. The Zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore is back. Good time to head out to Guatney Chevrolet or even better time to go to the website, guatneychevrolet.com. You can go there, see all the deals that they have right now. You can see all the inventory great selection of vehicles they got new cars arriving daily guatney chevrolet is offering some fantastic uh, deals for you right now and don't forget they're going to pay top dollar for quality used vehicles they're still buying cars left and right and they're turning those around so they're looking for great deals and they're going to give you a good deal on the vehicle you're driving right now. So head to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Let them take a look at your vehicle. You'll be surprised with how much they'll give you for your car. Be enough to pay off your note. Have a little extra cash to put down on a down payment for a new car. Get a better financing rate right now. Got good rates available. So go to the website. Head to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville and do a little shopping with our friends at Quatney Chevrolet. Game balls and jock straps are brought to you by a Caddy's Touch Landscape. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA caddy, so he knows what good grass looks like. If you'd like to take your yard to the next level, then hit up Josh and his crew at a Caddy's Touch Landscape. 501-794-2770. Call today. All right, I'm going to give uh, a game ball to Oakland and the horses connected there that are going to be running in... Kentucky this weekend at Churchill Downs in the Kentucky Derby. The number three points horse, Angel of Empire, trained by Brad Cox, is one of a handful of horses connected to the state or ran at Oaklawn that uh, will be on the board potentially. And I'm trying to find out when the draw is exactly. But uh, Rocket Can, obviously, Frank Fletcher's horse, Hit Show, Confidence Game, Verifying, Sun Thunder, all in the top 15 for points and all Oaklawn connected. In addition to that, the 17th Point horse, disarm, reincarnate at uh, 18 and 19. Jace's road, no relation to Borfin. Um, all in the top 20. So potentially you could have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine horses with wow. Oakland connections in there. And then of course in the Oaks, defining purpose is the has the third most points for the Oaks and the number one point getter with 170 is Wet Paint, the Brad Cox trainee. Uh, and that'll be my pick to win it. And the one squeezed in there is Affirmative Lady, who did not appear in Hot Springs this year. So, who pretty good. Who won the Rebel? Um, it's running in the Derby. You're going to you, put me on the spot, Yes. Yeah. Her good things about that horse. Working out really well. I'll look it up. Yeah. Don't remember. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to give a game ball to Gavin Stone. Yes. Remember Gavin Stone? Sure do. Former UCA pitcher. He got the call up. He is going to be the starting pitcher for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Gavin's been tearing it up in uh, AAA and the minor leagues, and he uh, finally got that call up yesterday. 24-year-old Gavin Stone. Uh, and I remember when he was with the UCA Bears. It doesn't seem like that long ago. He's made a, a quick trip up in the uh, up the minor leagues. But he's getting the call up and going to be pitching for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Congratulations to Gavin. West, uh, number four prospect with the Dodgers. That is great. Confidence game, the number That's 12 horse. Confidence game, yep. And the draw is at 1 o'clock today. I'll oh, wow. You. you may uh, just remember confidence game. Put him in maybe some of your exotics. Uh, no, I don't want to. Um, but thanks. Telling you. What do you got over there? I'm going to give a game ball to the Warriors. Like we said earlier, I didn't think they'd pull it out. And they are a perfect 18-0 and in the Western Conference playoffs. Since 2014, 2015 in series. They have not lost in the Western Conference playoffs. Hmm. Wow. That's a great stat. Anything else? Uh, I'll give a game ball to AD as well. He was easily the best player on the floor on Friday night. Okay. The Lakers blowout win versus Memphis. All right. Look out. <laughs> got some really good entertainment stories today. Um, i got to give a... I don't really have any jock straps from the weekend, I don't think. i got one. Okay, go ahead. Dylan Brooks again. <laughs> uh, he got fined for not talking to the media? 25000 yeah. 
But I saw a quote from him after the game at some point. When did he talk, I wonder? I think he talked maybe the day after. Okay. Wasn't it great they got beat by 40? Yeah. I mean, hammered by 40, and this was what after he said he didn't respect them until someone drops 40 on him. Yeah, he didn't drop 40, no. but they did get beat by 40. I don't, I don't like that they lost at all, actually, but I do not like Dylan Brooks either. Um... The Razorbacks get a game ball, obviously, for winning in a sweep over Texas A&M because I cannot stand Texas A&M. But also, we have tickets for tomorrow's game as Arkansas takes on Lipscomb, 6 o'clock. So game ball to us. We will give those away a little bit later in the show. And uh, I'll give another game ball to Tedeschi Trucks and to UCA Softball for sweeping over the weekend and absolutely dominating in the A-Sun regular season. Their first time in the league, and they are uh, they're killing it. Maybe it's... Their second season, I guess. But anyway, yeah, second killing season. it killing it in the league, so kudos to them. Man, makes you think, is there a chance they could host? I don't, know, their RPI is getting up there. I don't know. It's a good question. Uh, and they keep winning. If You know, I, they would have to finish out strong and then win the conference tournament. Uh, you know, their goal was to not have to worry about winning the conference tournament and still get an at-large bid. I think that's accomplished. I think that's safe, yeah, for sure. Uh, they're going to be, at worst, a two-seed. But the question needs to be at, is there a way that they could be a number one seed or get uh, to host a regional and be a one-seed? Maybe so. Uh, other game ball who's going to join us at 1230 today, Jace Borfin. Yeah. Three hits on Thursday, three hits on Friday, two hits on Saturday. Pretty dang good weekend for the young man. He he hit over 500 for the weekend, right? Uh, that's six and eight out of uh, 12. That's uh, way over, like six sixty. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. SEC Player of the Week? Maybe Has why that been not? Announced yet? I don't think so. I don't see it in my emails. I'm gonna check the softball RPI too. Am I allowed to give a hockey game ball? Buddy, you can do anything you want. All right, I'm gonna give a game ball to the Florida Panthers, who came back from down three one to beat the Boston Bruins. That is crazy. And the Boston Bruins had the best record in NHL history in regular season. That huh. is amazing. And how often does that happen where a team has a ridiculous run and they don't pull off the championship? I mean, other than the Bulls back in the day, yeah. Yeah, also Seattle Mariners won like 116 games in 2001 and didn't win it. But. Uh, yes, exactly oh, right. 73-win Warriors didn't win it either. Yes, that's also right. Lost to Cleveland? Yeah, and they came back the 3-1 against my Thunder in the Western Conference Finals because Kevin Durant played terrible. At least you're over I don't it. remember. By the way, Arkansas is 14th in the RPI. Central Arkansas 19th in the RPI. Creeping okay. up, creeping up. Just don't know if they can get enough big-time opponents to help that RPI. Can you imagine how psychotic it would be up there in Conway if they were hosting a regional? Oh, my insanity. I know in baseball, they used to do that. I mean, there was a trend. They were trying to uh, grow the game, and so they were putting these, some of these regionals in spots that maybe a team didn't deserve it, but it was an effort to try to grow the game. Yeah. Maybe they would do that in softball. I'd be about it. I mean, not saying they don't deserve yeah, it, but know you're that 19 is just outside. That you're, yeah. You know. Cool, though. Uh, 10.58, we're going to hit the top of the hour, come back. Bubba Carpenter will join us, get his thoughts on all the uh, facets to Arkansas's sweep of A&M. It was certainly entertaining. Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their Game Balls and Jock Straps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501 794 2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level.